Hello and welcome to episode one of the EV Brief podcast. My name is Jonathan and this is your weekly bite-sized rundown of the latest news and updates on all things to do with electric vehicles from Australia and around the world. All right, let's get started. In today's episode, we've got a bit of a Shanghai Auto Show bonanza today with the launch of the show happening overnight. We'll be talking about Audi's first all-electric vehicle, the e-tron, which came out a few months ago, as well as the new iMe, or AIME, which they released at the Shanghai show. Uh, there's also a new Volkswagen concept, the ID Rooms, or Rooms, I suppose it's called. Electric trucks in Australia, something else we'll be talking about. Aston Martin's new Rapid E, and all things Tesla. Let's talk about Audi's very good-looking e-tron SUV. Audi has produced a number of uh, PHEV, or plug-in hybrid electric vehicles now, but this is their first production all-electric model. Uh, with a 95 kilowatt hour battery, it offers 204 miles, or about 330 kilometers of range, and uh, yes, that sounds like a lot less range than a Tesla Model X or Jaguar I-Pace with a similar battery capacity. I think you'd be right. Quartz is reporting that there are a couple of possible scenarios for why this is the case. The report states that Audi might be playing it safe with its thermal management system and that it might be using a lot more energy to regulate the temperature of its batteries than Tesla, who are known to have an excellent thermal management system and obviously millions and millions of miles of real-world testing in their vehicles. Now, Audi says the e-tron purposely uses only 88% of its battery's uh, capacity, which is interesting. Quartz goes on to state that Audi might be providing conservative numbers because A, this is their full, first uh, full-blown EV, and B, it doesn't want to quote the WLTP test figure of 259 miles and then have customers not meet that and, and complain to it. Is this a problem or not? Uh, let me know. You know, I understand the majority of vehicle use on a daily basis in countries like the US and Australia is actually for short trips of less than 50 or 60 miles, so maybe customers won't be too concerned. Onto a smaller Audi now, and the company has pulled the covers off a new level 4 semi-driverless EV hatch overnight called the iMe. This city car concept uses a 65kWh battery pack, but uh, Audi hasn't released any further details on range or performance. It's a little bit early for that. Uh, level 4 autonomous driving allows for full automation without the need for human intervention. Now this car's got a swoopy design and a huge panoramic glass roof and the concept hints at uh, Audi's small car design language in the future. Sticking with the Volkswagen Audi group, there's another new electric Volkswagen concept and it's called the ID Rooms. It's joining the Volkswagen Electric ID family. Uh, debuting uh, at the Shanghai Auto Show, Autoblog is reporting that this vehicle is riding on Volkswagen's MEB platform architecture and packing dual electric motors with 302 horsepower, that's about 230 kilowatts, as well as an 82 kilowatt hour battery. That's enough poke to see the rooms get to 62 miles per hour or 100 kilometers an hour in 6.6 seconds. Now this is a big car and while VW officially announced the rooms for a Chinese market launch in 2021, it's expected that a car of this size and design would be pretty perfect for US and Australian markets too. I quite like the look of it, I've got to say. Uh, this car features an estimated 450km range, fast charging and touchscreens galore, all wrapped in a curvy, svelte body plastered with uh, OLEDs.
Now, anyone living here in Australia knows that we lag behind Europe when it comes to embracing electric vehicles, uh, but with the country going to the polls for the federal election in just over one month, uh, this is the first election campaign I've seen where EVs have been a headline policy priority from the major parties. The uh, current Liberal National Party coalition has been in scare mode concerning EVs, trying to convince us that there's no market for them and that they uh, don't have the range and characteristics that Australian drivers want. Now, this is a huge shame because it also does a disservice to emerging Australian manufacturers of EV components and our car industry and the potential of what is a growing market globally and there's a chance that Australia can get in on that action. The Driven website is reporting Australian electric truck maker SEA Electric has wowed buyers in the US at a recent green truck show and has a number of orders already for its electric drivetrain. Offering both Ford and Isuzu bodies, the electric trucks provide 150 to 250 kilowatts of power and a range up to 350 kilometres, which is more than enough for a day's uh, work. Now, Aston Martin, a brand synonymous with uh, two things, James Bond and V12 engines. But they've jumped on the electric bandwagon at Shanghai, um, showing off the Rapide E. CNN Business is reporting that this will be the first and last electric Aston Martin, with the British brand leaving EVs to its soon-to-launch sub-brand Lagonda. We saw a couple of concepts from them uh, at the Geneva show. With a 65kWh battery replacing the mighty V12 engine, Aston Martin says the Rapide will go from 0 to 60 miles an hour in under 4 seconds and offer a range of, quote, over 200 miles, end quote. There are minimal exterior styling changes, save for a few minor aerodynamic modifications. Uh, the vehicle will be produced in St Athan factory in South Wales, which is also set to be Lagonda's manufacturing home. Tesla seems to be in the news constantly these days, with a steady stream of info and videos coming to light of owners testing out the new Navigate on Autopilot uh, and enhanced summon features last week. Electric is reporting that uh, as of April 15th, deliveries of the long-promised $35,000 US-based model, Model 3, have begun, but Tesla have actually removed this vehicle from the online configurator last time I looked. So uh, it now becomes a special order only. Uh, owners have reported that the base model they have received is essentially the standard range plus Model 3, with a number of features like the heated seats, live traffic information and uh, streaming music abilities disabled. Uh, that battery range is also software locked to 90% capacity of the standard range plus Model 3. Uh, is this a case of Tesla not being able to produce a Model 3 for the, the price of $35,000? Or is it more symptomatic of the fact that uh, they're likely not getting enough orders for this vehicle and uh, most people are going for the higher spec models? Look, in the end, uh, the owners of this new base model are pretty happy, I think, as Tesla has ended up leaving the more premium interior in this vehicle, as it is uh, presumably more expensive to produce a whole new cloth interior in limited numbers. It also means that these cars can presumably be upgraded in future if customers want. Uh, the only disappointment I see is that there isn't a permanent base model available in the lineup. And that's today's first show. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have feedback, uh, questions or comments about today's topics or suggestions for future episodes or content, uh, please feel free to get in touch. The email is theevbrief at gmail.com. That's theevbrief, no spaces, at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at evbriefpodcast. 
send us a message there as well, obviously, if you like. Um, and that's the show. See you next Monday morning, Australian time.